You're listening to the Growing Up Rock Podcast with your hosts, Stephen Michael and Sonny Hollywood Pooney. All my exes live in Texas. Oops. Really? Take the last train to Foxville. I'll be waiting at the station. We'll have time for a party for little kisses and a bit of conversation. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Damn. been messing with my records. Her name is Rio and she dances on the sand. Just like that river twisting through a dusty land. Oh, here we go. Just wanted to share with you some of the struggles that happened behind the scenes here at Growing Up Rock headquarters. Sorry, uh, that was long, but that's because <laughs> my wife is texting me. I don't know what she's texting me, and my phone's ringing and buzzing, and so, yeah, sorry. And you can't do more than one thing at a time. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly correct. <laughs> you are correct, sir. All right. I should leave all this in, by the way. That's right. <laughs> See what I mean? All of us really deserve a race. So we figured since people are not doing too much traveling these days, we would let the music travel for us. So tell me, Hollywood, what is this episode all about? We do a theme every once in a while, and we decided to do a theme that has 
song titles that maybe include a city or a country or a place of, I don't know, worship or a place to visit. Who knows? Uh, I think we got a, some really cool conversation coming up. So this should be fun. This is going to be a fun one because we got some good music lined up for this one and some good conversations. So before we get too far into this whole thing... It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. So tonight's Crank It Up New Music Spotlight is all about places to travel. Why not? Let's tie it into the show theme. This is from a Norwegian band called Wigwam. Wigwam has been around for a long time. They broke up and they got back together around 2014. They just released a new album called Never Say Die. And this was the first single off that record. And this is called Kilimanjaro.
Fun fact, Kilimanjaro, it's the highest mountain in Africa and the highest single freestanding mountain in the world. 5,895 meters. That's 19,000 feet to you and I, Sonny, above sea level. That's pretty impressive. What do you think about that? I don't know what Kilimanjaro is. I know what Kilimanjaro is. Uh, Jero, I don't know. That's very Georgia. That's sort of tomato, tomato, dude. Uh, whatever, dude. That song was good. I don't know a lot about Wigmam, but uh, that song's catchy. There's no doubt. So I'll check the new album out. I just haven't checked it out yet. I know it's out already. Yeah, I like that single a lot. There's some good stuff on this record. I have checked the record out. It's got more good than bad. You might like it. I think it's going to be a 50-50 shot for you. Have you seen that Will Ferrell movie on Netflix called Eurovision? No. You know, Will Ferrell, he makes goofy movies, right? And Eurovision was just another goofy movie that he made for Netflix. And I watched it. I mean, I laughed. It's a good way to spend the evening. And and so um, I just left it out of my mind. Well, it turns out this Eurovision thing is actually a real thing. And Wigwam actually had a song that won the Eurovision back in like 2002 or something like that. That was the way that they kind of released their first record and got their deal and all this stuff. So I started kind of laughing about that. But that's where Wigwam originated. And, you know, the singer is in ammunition with Eric Martinson. I think his name is Glam in Wigwam, but his real name is, uh, um, uh, it's like three names. I can't remember what it is. Do you happen to know? No, because I don't do your research. Why not? <laughs> I guess I have to start doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Wigwam, go check it out. The newest album is called Never Say Die, and they're back together, and I quite like the new record, so hopefully you will too. That single's great. Kilimanjaro, Kilimanjaro, however you want to pronounce it. It's a damn dormant volcano in Tanzania. So there you go. Here we go again. How do you not know the name of the musician that you personally picked to talk about? Wow. Anyway, the singer with three names is Augustin Nielsen. Mr. Nielsen, we are sorry. We love you. And by the way, the Eurovision story happened in 2004 and 2005. So let's get to the episode. You know, we're talking all about traveling. Share some of your favorite vacation spots. Well, you know, I'm a beach kind of guy, so I always like the Caribbean. I always like Mexico and things like that. But some of my favorite vacations have been international trips that my wife and I have taken. We've gone to Italy. We've gone to Greece, been to Rome a few times, also went to Spain. And so been to a lot of different places. And I like international travel. I like to explore. There's a lot of cool things in our backyard, the US, but really it's the international travel that I get excited about. For me, you know, we have kids. When the kids were young, it was tougher to get really far away And now that the kids are older, I think in our 50s, Nicole and I will take a lot more trips and do some stuff like that. We've been international a little bit, been on a couple of cruises. My two favorite places are really Cabo San Lucas and Las Vegas. And I know it sounds stupid, but it's on the West Coast. It's easy. It's a quick flight. And it's a lot of fun. And it's my type of thing. And uh, if I have a choice to go anywhere, it's either Cabo or Las Vegas. That's where I usually end up. Yeah, I've never been to Cabo. So that's something that I need to put on my radar because obviously it is easier to get to there than say somewhere international so yeah i've been to cabo probably 10 times maybe yeah yeah so it's been fun it looks really beautiful 
Hey kids, this is John Karabi, and I'm hanging with Sunny Hollywood Pony, and you're listening to the Growing Up Rock Podcast. Turn it up, kids. See ya. So your first song has to do a little bit with Cabo, so why don't you talk about your first song here? Well, I like Mexico. I like the beaches. I like the water. So let's take a trip down to Mexico by the Dead Daisies.
yeah, the live version of this song on Live and Louder, it's good too. It's just a fun, peppy song. It has a Hagar vibe, but Hagar will kill this song. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great song. This is one of the first Karabi era Dead Daisy songs that I remember hearing. My first song, I'm going to go with Wasp's second album. Uh, Wasp has had tons of member changes over the years. At this point, the band is Blackie Lawless, Chris Holmes, Randy Piper on rhythm guitars. Blackie is playing bass and Steve Riley on drums. I've always loved this song, always loved the pace of the song. I love Blackie's delivery on this song. It's catchy as hell from 85's The Last Command. Here's Blind in Texas. And trust me, I think I've, I've lived this in Texas, actually. Let's party. <laughs>
Yeah, I've lived that too in New Orleans specifically. <laughs> not in Texas. Not in Texas, I don't think, but definitely New Orleans. I've been in New Orleans twice. The last time I was there was after Katrina. The place that I worked, we did like a teardown of a couple of houses as kind of a you know a charity type thing, and it was interesting because it was decimated. There's no doubt. But then, like Harris. The building looked like it had never been touched. Like around it was death and destruction. Harrah's was perfect. I don't know how that happened. Do you know who the artist Tori Amos is? Yeah. Okay. So I was on a Tori Amos tour. One of the guys I was working for was opening up for on tour. And one of the nights we had off was in New Orleans. And we were playing the following night at the Sanger Theater. So I met a bunch of crew people who I'd become friendly with over the course of the tour at O'Brien's on um, Bourbon Street. And the plan was to go there, meet, grab dinner, and just hang out. Well, I got there early and everybody was a little bit late. So I drank a couple of hurricanes on an empty stomach. Really not a smart idea because hurricanes are those things that sort of taste like Kool-Aid, but are really like 50 different types of liquor that will get you messed up. O'Brien's has like this outdoor kind of garden patio where the bar is. And uh, that's where we were. And so I remember drinking two hurricanes on an empty stomach, getting completely obliterated, puking outside at the bar. Some of the guys in the crew helped me back to my hotel room. They took me back to the wrong hotel, tried to get me in a room that was my room number at the wrong hotel, realized that it was the wrong hotel, got me back, <laughs> got me back to the right hotel, turned me face down on my bed and put a pail next to me. <laughs> and that was all I remember for that night. The night was over from then on. <laughs> I just remember getting up in the morning, trying to make my way to the venue, stopping at the Cafe de Monde, getting some beignets and some coffee, trying to snap out of this like haze that I was in and then spending the rest of the afternoon on the couch in one of the dressing rooms. That was it. Nice. <laughs> nice. Everyone's got a rock and roll story to tell, and we want to hear yours. So go to our website at growinguprock.com. That's one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K.com. Or visit us on our Facebook page at Growing Up Rock and tell us all about it. Give me some places you've always wanted to go, but haven't been yet. I'm going to go back to the international travel because there's a ton of places. My wife wants to actually go and visit a lot of the national parks here in the U.S. And I would love to do that. But I would love to do that in almost like an RV or something where I really get to take in all the scenic. And now after watching Yellowstone, I really want to go there. <laughs> if you want to go to the train station, I'll go with you. I'll take you there. <laughs> I bet you will. <laughs> uh, at least it's a pretty view. <laughs> I'd love to go to Asia. I haven't ever been to Asia. We've never been to Hawaii. And that's something I would like to do. I've been to England and Paris before, but I would like to go back and visit that because I didn't, I was there while I was on the road. So I didn't have as much time to experience the culture and stuff like that. So I uh, would love to do those things as well. Yeah. For me, I've been to several places. I've been to a ton of places, but the top three that I've not been to Australia really seems interesting to me, and I've never been there. And that is a trip. There's no doubt about that. Greece, Nicole's been to Greece. I haven't. And, you know, Greece is one of those places I probably want to spend like a couple of weeks there and maybe even do like a cruise that does, you know, Rome and Venice maybe and, you know, just kind of hang out there. And then Sweden, with all the music that I love now from Sweden, 
I think there would be, if I could figure out a Spain, Portugal, Switzerland, Sweden, maybe follow a couple of bands around and kind of vacation at the same time, that would be a really fun week or two. You'd have to do it probably in the summer when the bands are touring, uh, which is not so bad. I would want to do something that's a little bit of both. I'm not the biggest, you know, go see the Parthenon, go see the blah, go see the blah. That's not usually me. But uh, as I'm getting older, it seems more interesting. Yeah, I would love to do uh, Sweden again and do exactly what you said. Try to time it right so that you're able to catch some of the great music that's uh, coming out of Sweden right now. And Australia has always been on the bucket list as well. But God dang, that's a long flight. And I've been on that long flight because I did a uh, Vietnam, Hong Kong, Singapore visit in like a 10-day period. So I've been on that long flight and that long flight. Oh, it is a brutal flight. I encourage you to go do a Greece cruise. That's what Jen and I did for our honeymoon. It was amazing. Yeah. We're going to talk about my honeymoon in a little bit. What are you, a fucking world traveler? This song by the Electric Boys that you're picking here, I don't know a ton about the Electric Boys, but this might be one of the best songs I've heard by them. This is a really fun song. This record that they released a couple years ago, The Ghost World Diaries, is really a good, solid record. And I think this was the first and probably the only single off this record, but I really love this song. And it's Hangover and Hanover.
I am going to go with a old, dark, bluegrass country tune called Devil Went Down to Georgia. Now, I've been to Georgia. I would contemplate living there. But since you live there, no thanks. <laughs> I like the Charlie Daniels version from 79. And he had a big hit with this thing. By the way, if you didn't know, it got to number three on the Billboard Hot 100. And the only two songs that stopped it from being number one was after the love is gone by earth wind and fire that's an amazing song and my sharona by the knack which is a classic song now right it would have had a tough time being number one but i like the original adrenaline mob did a cover of this thing and man do they put their own spin on it so in 2015 they released an ep and the band was russell allen on vocals mike orlando on guitar aj piero on drums yes that aj piero eric leinhardt on bass the guitar work on this song is nothing but fucking bananas. Here is the mob's rendition of Devil Went Down to Georgia. George and he was looking for a soul to steal He was in a bind cause he was way behind And he was willing to make a deal When he came across this young man Sawing on a fiddle and playing it hot And the devil jumped up on a hickory stub And said, boy, let me tell you what I guess you didn't know it But I'm a fiddle player too And if you care to take a dare I'll make a bet with you Now you play pretty good fiddle bar But give the devil his due I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul Cause I think I'm better than you said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet and you're gonna regret, cause I'm the best as ever been. Johnny rides in the beer bow and play your fiddle hard, cause he'll smoke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold, but if you lose, the devil gets your soul. Fingertips as he rosined up his bow And he pulled the bow across the strings And it made an evil hiss And a band of demons joined in And it sounded something like this Johnny's feet. Johnny said, Devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again. 
I done told you what, you son of a bitch I'm the best there's ever been Fire the man, run, boys, run Devil's in the house of the rousing sun Chicken in the bread pan, making out dough Ain't that you talk about, no child, no I'll play it, boys Yeah, the mob adds a lot of balls to their cover tunes, don't they? Oh, hell yeah. They make it crunchy. And man, you know, you never hear about that Mike Orlando is an incredible guitarist. Dude, that guy can do anything. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Definitely yeah. amazing. Yes! Yes! Oh, yeah! Can you feel that, buddy? Huh? 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 I have exercised the demons. This house is clear. So you got any travel planned this year? <laughs> I guess I guess this is where I say it's a little bit too early to tell. <laughs> Here's what I'll tell you. You, me, and Righty got tickets to Punta Canta, Punta Cunta, Cunta Punta, whatever <laughs> they're Punta Cana. Good Pun- Lord. Punta Cana, Dominican Republic for Labor Day for this Monsters of Rock Island thing. So the cruise goes on land, it goes to this resort and goes to this island. Are we going? Are we not going? Who knows? I don't know. We'll find out when it's time. You've bought plane tickets. I haven't bought my plane tickets yet. I would love to think that maybe it would happen because if it happens, then we get Eclipse and Heat and Kicks and a bunch of other rock and roll bands on the beach. What's wrong with that? Plus free booze. What's wrong with that? Nothing. So I'm excited if it happens, but I don't know. And any travel plans outside of that, I would say definitely not because Jen and I are trying to stay out of airports. We'll drive somewhere for a weekend getaway here and there, uh, which I have one planned for her birthday, but that's pretty much it right now. Yeah, so I'm obviously with you on Monster Island, and I'll tell everybody, it's like, why'd you get your plane tickets already? It's for Southwest, and guys, if you're listening and you don't fly Southwest, Southwest is amazing. They don't have first class. Yes, it's kind of a cattle call a little bit, but I'll tell you, they really work with you. They let you do free changes when you have to change your flight, so you can grab something and then change it later and not have to worry about it. Some of these other airlines don't do that. And yes, I love Southwest, and no, they're not sponsoring our podcast. But anyway, so I got that. We are seriously contemplating going to Mexico, and that's really because the wife and the kids are just sick of being at home. And as soon as we get the go-ahead, the beauty about Mexico going from California is you can turn that on a dime and really plan it last minute and go. And it can be fairly inexpensive. And then, believe it or not, I'm on the Kiss Cruise. So I finally decided, and my brother and I are going on the Kiss Cruise. It'll be my first Kiss Cruise. That's not until October anyway. So by that time, if it ain't figured out, there's going to be people jumping off bridges. So I'm sure it'll be figured out by then. I'm happy that you're finally going to go on that. I'm surprised. How did you work that out with your retail? Yeah, what's different is being on the logistics side of retail. It really starts end of October, beginning of November. So this cruise is right at the end of October to the beginning of November. So the timing is honestly perfect for a store side retail person. Yeah, this is going to be interesting because this will be the first face-to-face with Tom and Zeus. And Chris Jericho. Oh, is he going too? Fozzie's on the boat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's right. It's Fozzie, Rat. Who else? Queen's right. 
Is that it? I think there's some others. I just can't remember them right now. Yeah. I mean, the only good thing about the Kiss Cruise is that you actually have time to enjoy the cruise because it's only three bands playing besides Kiss. Are you having fun? Is this cool? So let me ask you a question on Monster Island. What hoops are you willing to jump through? Let's say you got to wear a mask the entire time you're on the island, or you got to have a negative test before you get on the airplane, or you got to do anal swabbing. Like, what exactly are you willing to do to get there? <laughs> okay. Well, the anal <laughs> swabbing, <laughs> that's a little bit of a looper for me, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but as far as far as the mask, like I have no problem wearing a mask in restaurants or in venues and stuff. All the reasonable ask for wearing a mask, I have no problem with. I have no problem with taking a test and getting some sort of negative before I get on a plane or whatever the thing is. I don't have a problem with that either. So, I mean, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'm a little worried that there won't be any requirements. And so it'll be just a bunch of people without masks in closed things. And that'll be a little bit uncomfortable for us. So that'll take a little bit of the fun out of it for us because then I'll feel like I need to hang back a little bit from being in the crowd, which will bum me out for bands like Eclipse and Heat, which I like to be right in it, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. I have the opposite worry that there's too much, right? That you got to have a negative test and you got to have a COVID passport. And then before you leave the Dominican, you have to have a negative test, but you can't find a test in Dominican or you come back and you got to be on a 14 day quarantine or like I'm worried there'll be too much stuff. And I really don't care if there's not anything because the 1880s people lived with a lot worse than the shit we're living with right now. So and it's not a political view. I'm just like, if I got a choice between too much. And not enough, I'll take not enough. I will say that I'm a bit concerned with the requirements getting back in the country. That's a valid point. So I'm a little concerned with that. Overall, we're very good about Purellin and doing things. And, and, you know, just look, we haven't had any problems thus far. So knock on wood, you know, we know how to stay safe. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. So let me take a minute out here to tell people how they can help the podcast for little or no money. This is how you can help the Growing Up Rock podcast if we entertain you. Go to the Facebook page and join Grown Up Rock's Loud Minority Facebook page. There we discuss upcoming themes for the show. We discuss current topics of the show. We talk about music in general. I share new bands, things like that. So the more people we get, the better it'll be. We have some great conversations in the Loud Minority Facebook group as it is. The other ways that you can help the show is going to Apple Music or wherever it is that you listen to this podcast and leave us a five-star review. That would also help us get seen by more people. Sonny, how else can people help us? I would say just stay connected. Get involved in what we're talking about on the Facebook group. And I think it's a fun conversation. There's a lot more people like you that love music also. Like it's hard to find people to talk music with that love the same music you do. I work with people every day. I don't think I run into one that has the same musical taste I do. So I can't even talk music with them. Right. They want to talk about like Lady Gaga and stuff. I don't care about any of that stuff. In our Facebook group, it's more people like us. And that's cool. We're the young, we're the free. Shout it out.
Hey, Sonny, so we've talked a lot about places to travel and places we've gone and places we want to go. But here's a fictional place that I bet is pretty cool. This is a place called Garden of Eden. And Rat off the Infestation album is going to tell us how to get there. So well Yeah, I'll give you what you need I'm gonna take you to hell Doesn't matter how you feel Just gives you stories to tell Yeah, you give me what I need And I like it like that Nothing you do is wrong Nothing you could have said Welcome to my world In this garden of Eden If you could have seen it You wouldn't believe it In this garden of Garden of Eden is a wonderful place. It's a great song. It has one major, major issue. You want to take a wild guess what that issue is? Uh, let me guess. For you, it would be Piercy singing. 100%. <laughs> he is not the most dynamic guy in the world. He wears on me very, very quickly. I like him. He's got an original voice. I don't mind him on record at all. And Infestation record was a really good, solid record. So I like this record and I haven't visited it lately. So when I knew we were doing this, I thought, why not? Let's go visit the Garden of Eden. So there you go. So from one band that always doesn't get along to another band that doesn't always get along, 
I absolutely love Miami. Nothing to hate about visiting down there. We actually got in the wrong Uber once. We could have been murdered that day, but we, <laughs> we lived. Visiting is one thing. Living there with the hurricanes and all that, that's not really my bag. I don't know if I could live down there. But we're going to go with Lynch Mob for my next pick. 2017, Lynch Mob releases their eighth album. And, you know, the band's had like 30 some odd members in the last 30 years. So on this album, the members are George Lynch on guitar, obviously, Sean McNabb on bass, Jimmy DeAnda on drums, and Oni Logan on vocals. Talk about an old girlfriend that keeps coming back. I think <laughs> Oni's been kicked out like five or six times now. It might have been more. I do know, though, that Lynch Mob has eight albums. And Oni is a lead singer of five of them. So somehow he got kicked out, come back, kicked out, come back enough that he's the vocalist of most of these albums. But anyway, here off of 2017's The Brotherhood album, it's a great song and it's called I'll Take Miami.
enjoyed this whole album. I don't know that George kicks Oni out. I think Oni is just a freaking, he's like a shaman. He comes and he goes and he comes and he goes. George doesn't run Oni. Oni doesn't even run Oni. So I don't, who knows what that dude's doing, but I thought that Brotherhood album was really, really good, solid record. Yeah, I like that song and I like that record and I like Oni's, uh, you know, whatever it is he does. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible it's true for you too, but I'll take a shot here. The band that I've seen the most with the most amount of different singers live is Lynch Mob. I think I've seen Lynch Mob with five different singers maybe live. I definitely can't say that. I'm trying to think if I've seen Lynch Mob with anybody other than Oni. To be honest, I don't think, I'm pretty sure I've never seen them with Robert Mason. And I know I haven't seen them with Nathan. But there's Keith St. John. You're missing like five singers. <laughs> Keith St. John, I've never seen him with. I never saw him with didn't Andrew Freeman do uh, a yeah. couple of stints in there. I didn't see him with him. I think I've only seen Lynch Mob with Oni. I wonder if it's because they do a East Coast run take a break then they do a west coast run and maybe they lose only in the middle so by the time they do the west coast run they just pick the guy that isn't working right now in vegas and go come on let's go do 10 dates or whatever yeah that's interesting i'm trying to think because that's an interesting question what band have i've seen that have had the most different singers if you said members i would probably be like yeah la guns or somebody yeah, like that but uh singers i'm not too sure about that might end up being van hill for you right have you seen all three singers I've seen all three singers for Van Halen. Yeah. It's tough to come by three different singers that were in an era that you would have seen. That's tough to come by. To me, the ballsiest name for a state would have to be New Mexico. I mean, you're right next to Mexico. Well, we're going to be New Mexico. What if your name is Bob Johnson? Somebody moves next door, rings your bell and says, hi, I've decided I'm going to be new Bob Johnson. What's Mexico supposed to say? Well, then we'll be Mexico classic. Are you a camper? You like camping? I did when I was young, and I had a lot of family members that were big campers when I was growing up, but not since then. I would take myself as more of a glamper than a camper. What does that mean? Glamping is like doing it in style, like no tents or anything, like super nice RVs with TVs and, you know, just really, really nice traveling and camping it like KOAs, but doing it in style. I am a room service guy, period. I want a room. I want food brought up to my room. I don't want to leave if I don't have to. There is not one thing that interests me about camping, period. I can't say that. I will say this. So we both have a common friend, Brad Rustoven, right? Yeah. And Brad recently took his family on a road trip. He rented a RV and he took them on a road trip, 4,000 miles. And it looked like a lot of fun because there's a lot to be said about seeing America that way. I got to see a lot of the U.S. as a tour manager going from city to city and being on buses and doing all these tours when I was my early to late 20s and early 30s. So I did that. But it's pretty. There's a lot of to be seen. And so I asked Brad to give me the details because I'm interested in maybe doing some sort of an RV trip across America or at least in a region that would be fun for me. Any vacations that you've been on that have disappointed you? A couple of cruises that I've gone on that have been a little bit of a disappointment. One of them was an older ship and, and one of the engines burned out. So they only had one engine working. <laughs> so it basically spun around in circles for a while and went, it basically just went nowhere and we didn't get to go to uh, Mexico. And, uh, you know, I wanted to go scuba diving and 
things like that. And so I didn't get to do any of that stuff. So that was a little bit of a disappointment to me. I can't say I've had any major trips that were disappointments. So. Yeah, for me, I went to India in the 80s after I graduated from high school. And I've just got no interest to ever go to India again, period. And there's nothing about India really stuck with me. And there's, you know, all kinds of internal turmoil there. It's a third world country and it's the mid to late eighties and you got people burning stuff down and you can't get into a plane because they might burn the airport down today. Like that, it was just all kinds of weird stuff. It felt like very war ridden type country. And then we were supposed to, because of my job, uh, we ended up postponing the honeymoon, but we ended up going to Fiji. But the resort that we were supposed to go to wasn't available because we had to postpone. So we ended up going on to this more of a deserted island. Dude, I'm telling you, it was straight up Gilligan's Island. Like, it, <laughs> it was the last play of the Super Bowl, and I'm getting on the plane. So I technically still had not known who won because the Rams, I think, won that year. And there was like a last-minute drive that blah, blah, blah. I'm sure somebody will correct me on that. We land in Fiji. We get to this island. Dude, there ain't no TV. It's Gilligan's Island, really. <laughs> and we were there seven days. Like, I was making Scrabble out of, like, pieces of paper and drawing little letters on them. Like, you would thought. <laughs> Robinson Crusoe type stuff. Fiji is another bucket list that I didn't think of because it's so beautiful over there. Did you at least have one of those huts over the water? We did, but then you had to kick the lizards out of them every night because, you know, the lizards are all over the wall and stuff. Like, it's very tropical, but, you know, for a room service guy, it's a little too tropical, (laughs) right? Now, it was our honeymoon. We enjoyed the honeymoon, of course. I'm with my beautiful wife. I mean, that's all good. It was just, you know, that's a little too far from me. That's almost like camping. It was too close to camping. Like now the last night, and I'm sure this you've done this in international travel where you'll get back to the main city where there's an airport, but your flight may not be till later that day. So they have like these day hotel things. Like you can get a hotel for kind of just the day and mm-hmm. they charge you a little bit less. That place was like a Mexican all encompassing resort type place. So I'm like, oh my God, we should have spent the week here. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> Fiji's a long ways to go for Gilligan's Island. Yeah, that's right. I'm like, I can find Gilligan's Island on my own. I don't need Fiji to help me with that. <laughs> I don't know where Klondike is. Is Klondike Canada? Uh, no, Klondike is a mountain, I think. I don't know. You pick the song. Well, let's find out. Did I not write any notes about it? Are you going to ask Alexa? Uh, no, I'm going to tell you Klondike <laughs> Gold Rush was a migration by an estimated 100,000 prospectors to the Klondike region of the Yukon in northwestern Canada between 1896 and 1899. So there you go. So, you know, you could have just said, Sonny, you were right. It's Canada. Fun fact. A very (laughs) fun fact, a very great band called Ammunition had a self-titled record in which they had a song called, what do you think? Klondike? Yeah, there you go. You're getting it now. Check out Klondike.
So to me, Glam sounds better here. I like this song better than the Wigwam song. Yeah, this is a great tune. I like Ammunition as a whole better than I like Wigwam. Although the latest Wigwam record's really solid, but Ammunition with Eric Martinson and Glam. Yeah, this uh, second Ammunition record I thought was a really solid record, and I like that song a lot, Klondike. So for my last song, you know, you ask a rock fan, ever heard of Night Ranger? You probably get a yes. If you had them name five songs, they probably couldn't do it. If you told them that Night Ranger had 12 studio albums, you'd probably get laughed at. Even if you asked a serious Night Ranger fan about the album Neverland, they wouldn't even be able to tell you what the hell it is. Released in 97, the album was a reunion of all five original members coming back, recording for the first time in a decade. They even got Ron Nevison to produce. So obviously they were trying to come back. This song's written by Jack Blades, Kelly Kiki, Jeff Watson, and Jeff does an outstanding solo on this song. And this song was the first single and video released in Japan. I love New York. I've been there many times. There's really nothing like Manhattan. So here is Night Ranger with New York Time.
Yeah, this Neverland record was the record that was responsible for getting me back into Night Ranger after I kind of lost interest, you know. I mean, they sort of fell apart and everything for several years there. Uh, Neverland was the first record back. I love the title track, Neverland, but this song's good as well. Yeah, so it worked on you, right? They were trying to get back their fans, and they really lost their fans in the 90s. I mean, they just kind of, you know, started doing other stuff. Damn Yankees was huge, right? And they thought they were going to take over the world, and maybe they did a little bit. They got their little piece, but uh, it was nice to have Night Ranger come back. Yeah, I liked them up into Man in Motion. I think that was the last record that I really enjoyed by them. I didn't like that mojo feeding off the mojo yeah with the other bass player and yeah i just did not enjoy that at all you wanted the best but you got the best the hottest band in the world Kiss! it's time for your historic moment on growing up rock let's go with something from sonic boom released in 2009 it's the first time in 11 years that Kiss releases a studio album. They've got a current lineup, Gene, Paul, Tommy Thayer, Eric Singer. The album's not on Spotify because it was a Walmart exclusive. Some of the songs are on YouTube if you want to go check it out. Now, the album had lead vocals from Tommy Thayer and from Eric Singer on separate songs, but we're going to go with a Gene tune instead. Now, I've never been to Russia. Supposedly, Russia's in my phone listening to everything I say. I've never had an interest in going to Russia, so I'm telling my phone right now, but here is Russian Roulette. Some ladies love me, some ladies don't. But I know what you're gonna do, even when you say you won't. Slowly 
the shit that Kiss takes about Sonic Boom and Monster, both those records are records that I do not have an issue with. Are they my favorite Kiss records? No, but I like both of those records enough. I like that song. I don't have a problem with that song. Yeah, it's a good song. Uh, you know, Sonic Boom and Both Monsters, a little hit and miss for me. But uh, Kiss has a lot of traveling type songs. You know, Kiss and Time, they're saying all kinds of cities and states in it. So there's things that they do with travel, but I just thought that would be a fun one. I would go to Russia. You don't want to go to Russia? No, thanks. Really? Yeah, no interest. There's some pretty things in Russia. No, St. Petersburg? <laughs> no? Not interesting. There's too many other places I haven't been to. Right. I know. So, there's a shitload of places I want to go. That's the problem is reining it in and, and narrowing it down. What do you do next? Forget about whether your job allows you to do it or you got all these places you want to go and you don't have enough time in the world to do it. There's a financial factor that doesn't make it possible. So even if you had five weeks of vacation, you can't go on five international trips. I don't know anybody that's got a job that can afford that kind of money. Like that's crazy money. I know that's why you go on a lot of cruises, right? Because it allows you to do a lot of different things. And really, financially, it's a pretty good deal because room and board is kind of set up in the whole thing. Going on a cruise is the best bang for the buck. You can't get a better deal. I mean, we've tried numerous times. We've tried where we just go away for a weekend or something and get a hotel. But when you start doing the math, you literally can't do it for the same price as you can do a cruise. That's why it's just so easy to cruise. Now, we were at the point where we were planning these big vacations every other year. Uh, where we would try to do something international. But honestly, we kind of gave that up the last couple of years because that international trip has been what? The Monsters of Rock Cruise, because that's where our vacation dollars went because that's not cheap. So we can't afford to do that more than once a year, every other year. And so that's what we've been doing. Nice little episode. It's kind of nice to talk about places we've been and man it has been a while since i've really been anywhere uh, it's been a while since any of us have been anywhere i mean <laughs> you know with the vaccine and all at least there's sort of like i guess a proverbial light at the end of the tunnel and i know that eventually things will get back to some normalcy and we miss traveling because i mean we don't have kids. We like to travel and we're not able to do that. Even when my wife was doing like business trips and stuff, I would be able to go with her every once in a while to Denver to visit my friend Luce Cannon out there or, you know, Chicago or whatever, wherever she happened to be traveling. I was able to sort of tag along and, you know, just pay my flight and I would have a hotel to stay at and everything. And it was uh, good fun. But we haven't been able to do that in a year now. So it's hope this goes away at some point. It has to. So for everybody listening, be safe out there. Take care of yourself. This thing will end soon enough and everything will go back to normal. It absolutely has to. There's too many people working on it anyway. Be safe. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the feedback. And we will catch you soon. And tell us where your next vacation is going to be once this thing all goes away. Let us know where you're traveling to. Thanks for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you guys. See ya. Later. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys. I wanna, I wanna, oh, Mexico! oh, A dust made of cobblestone. The sun goes down. You're here alone. The day is hot. The night gets hotter. Don't you quench your thirst on the low.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.